Now, you're listening to the God Chasers Podcast, hosted by the homie Brinson. You God chasing or nah? We chase God. We chase God. We chase God. You know what it is when you see us coming. Force in the darkness, they be running. Pray it up, ain't no games, we own something. I chase God. We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? I chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? I chase God. You go chasing on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are here on episode 199 on the God Chasers podcast in over a hundred countries this week before we break the 200 episode mark. I have a beyond special guest. My guest this week is a pillar in the LA ministry, Mm, a pillar in the Christian hip hop movement. Somebody who is not ashamed to talk about the holiness of the Lord. And I know holiness is a scary word. This person has built a platform for the lights of some of your favorite Christian hip-hop artist has done amazing work in their community on the West Coast. And we don't give a lot of West Coast ministries in the Christian hip-hop market enough shine and enough love. But today we are going to talk. We usually go for 30 minutes, but we are not going to cap the time of the Holy Spirit. This week, my special guest, the founder, the creator of Club Judah. If you was ever in L.A., it was a staple. Still is a staple. Now a resurgence is here. Pastor Corlette is in the building. Yay. Hey, hey, Brinson Wright. <laughs> Listen. Pastor, how are you? I am great. Listen, thank you so much for inviting me to this illustrious platform well you you we we you know the lord has done this thing we only in a hundred countries with this with this uh podcast and you know god got more to do but we i i want to dive in on a event that you created and the lord gave you a vision for and i and i always on this show talk about um, if if people haven't opened up a door, then you build your own house with the help of the Lord. You build your own table and other rooms with your own doors and you walk through them and you open those doors for other people. And you have, I don't know how many years ago you did this, but you built a platform for ministers of the gospel to use their gift to to bless the community in LA and I think it's one of the most important stories that have that people are haven't been told about yet but the things that you have done for artists with this platform people need to know the story of Club Judah so let's start at the beginning what was the the thing that 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 the Lord cut on in you was like, you have to do this for my people. Well, um, the way that God spoke to me at that time, and that was in um, 2003. I know (laughs) that seems forever ago now, but in 2003, 
<clears throat> my daughter was, um, my middle daughter was 16. She was going to be turning 16. And I know she was going to want to uh, hang out because we said at 16, you can start um, going out on dates. You can go out, basically. Mm. But she's uh, both of, um, my husband and I are both pastors. Mm -hmm. So she is a PK, mm, 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 just you are. So I know she's going to want to go um, out and she's not going to be able to go where everybody goes. She's not going to be able to do what everybody do. So I petitioned the Lord for give me something for her to do. And mm -hmm. he dropped in my spirit, uh, Club Judah. And uh, it was uh, held every Saturday night from 7 to 11 in our, um, in our sanctuary. And we um, just turned it into a, a club, but it was a Christian club. But the thing that was um, really different was that God dropped in my spirit, Christian hip hop mm. only. Mm. Now, why do I say that's strange? Because at that time, um, I'm of the generation that um, remembers when rap first started. Okay? Right. And okay. I, okay. I remember we were like, that ain't gonna last. They ain't even sing it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I I did not even at that time understand this. Um, Brinson have an appreciation for rap. Mm, mm, mm. But that was a, by the time that I had a 16 year old, by the time I had learned, God don't care nothing about what you appreciate. Right, right, right. He He's concerned about he he knew what was coming. He knew yeah. what was coming. Yes, he, he knew there'd be a Brinson. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, that's what we did. And it um, it just blossomed. And let me tell you something first and it's, it opened um the weekend of july uh i believe it was july 12th uh 2003 and from that saturday until um this i believe it was the the last saturday maybe in november of 2015 wait 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 so from 2003 to 2015 every saturday club judah was open consecutively wow Listen, it did not matter if saturday fell on new year's eve new year's day christmas eve christmas day it did not matter every saturday the doors were open rain shine whatever it didn't matter but uh understand this friends and for the first six months not one person walked in those doors mm, 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 mm. wow 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 but but it was uh um we did not know and here's the thing when god has called you to do something he very rarely shows you the whole picture he just gives you a little glimpse it just step by step do this you might get a sentence yes <laughs> Every yes. now and again, you might get yes. you might get a sentence one year. The next sentence comes two years later, Listen. and and the sentence is followed by ripples of confirmations. He told Noah build an ark, <laughs> right? Build and it didn't rain for 120 years. Wow! But yeah, that's how um, that happened, and. and and you you had this platform and what was some of the effects 
So from 2003, talk about the community and how the community in LA embraced Club Judah. Well, um, here's the thing, Brinson. Uh, uh, maybe a lot of people don't remember mm -hmm. what two, 2003 was like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talk to us about it. Talk to us about it. T talk about 2003 in LA. 2003 in LA, it was, and I'm talking about, I'm going to say church-wise, it was still warfare within the church. Mm. But um, let me put it like this. People were not um, opening their doors and embracing uh, Christian hip-hop. They were not. Mm. Um, mm. People were not opening their doors and embracing uh female pastors <laughs> oh yeah. so so in the church community it wasn't embraced well what about since since we know hip-hop is something is 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 something for for the street is something for a lot of the unsaved what was how did the world embrace what you were doing well, the thing is, we were um, positioned right in the heart of uh, South Central LA. We are Main Cross Streets, Western and Manchester, um, exactly 85th and Western, but mm -hmm. centrally located and in the middle, on the corner of a neighborhood, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, it became, as it did to uh, the Christian hip hop community, a place where young people knew they could go on Saturday nights. It became mm -hmm. an alternative right. to being in the streets. It, 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 go ahead. Listen to what you just said. It became an alternative from being in the streets. That's, that's a testimony right there in itself. So let's talk Christian hip-hop. You have woo you have history who who besides besides myself who who i'm not going to talk about my visit to club judah just yet but who else would people know who have come to club judah and graced the stage at club judah the the way that i say his name andy andy Mineo. andy <laughs> Mineo. <laughs> yeah ah, he's he's been there um Oh, who else? Uh, Corey Red. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see the video that plays. <laughs> so many people. Um, um, million, not you know. Um, million. 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 Okay, Atlanta. Million. Yeah, million. Yes, we had people. Um, and people may not because uh, we had some people from East Coast. Um, trying to think of. People's name, I remember R. Swift. I believe he came once, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, Dre Murray, Dre Murray, yeah, he came with me, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's another guy with Dre Murray. Some, um, the uh, I forget his name, and I, I trust you can understand why because we were open for over 600 not consecutive Saturdays, so yes, the names don't come. There's a um. 
and if some people know Mr. and Mrs. Taylor, they are like, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They they do a, a ministry now in high schools and in yes. assemblies. So yes. they, yeah, they 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 do a lot of moving around. That's uh, they, and now they are seriously um, family. Mm-hmm. Really, they are. Mm-hmm. But um, it's so many um, different people that have have been there. And um, I'm always shocked when I find out that these people are um, have really become well known because for me they were just people that came through. Right, <laughs> you know, right, that. right, right. But I mean, um, I, I would say uh, if people know um, Rare Breed, but he's on uh, now. He's on. Um, MC Nice's. I don't know if you're familiar with MC. Oh yeah, oh yeah, MC yeah. Nice. He he's doing the the big event, um, the Summer Fest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for uh, Christian hip hop. One yeah. one thing that I've seen that that I admired about Club Judah and about what you did, I I've seen a lot of Christian hip hop artists that aren't really well known, really attached themselves to club judah and allowed you to not just i wouldn't say pass to them i would say pour into them and mentor them as they were trying to navigate the christian hip-hop space because they i'm sure it wasn't a lot that was going on but when a lot of people when they catch on fire for this type of ministry they latch on to any and everything that could possibly that the Lord use for them with their gift. And I'm sure you have stories after stories of MCs and rappers who you took under your wing. Talk, talk to me about some of those situations and how God have brought people in and out of your life like that. Well, I think, um, as I said from the beginning, I did not know that this is what it would be. I, mm. I did not know that God was calling me to really uh, shepherd uh, a, a group of people mm. um, for a, a time frame. And um, people came there that were um, teenagers. You know, we um, some people were very young, like little kids when they started uh, rapping. Um, uh, we had... Um, uh, the host uh, person by the name of Purpose, he had a daughter who was like seven or eight and rapping and she was good. Wow. Too. <laughs> but I mean, the gamut of ages, but listen, uh, the thing about, as I said before, about Club Judah being open every Saturday night, um, life doesn't stop because you have uh, something to do because right. you have to minister but because we were there every Saturday night, when trouble came, they would know there's a place that they could go. Talk that to us about that. What, what, what do you mean trouble? Like, what, what, did, what have you seen? I have seen people who have been having, struggling with um, marriages, struggling mm-hmm. with um, relationships, you know, struggling to... Um, to uh, find themselves, some people are going are um, coming out of uh, foster care system and um, 
trying to establish themselves, find, uh, finding self-worth uh, in uh, ministry to mm. God. But in all of that, people trying to figure out um, what it is to walk this um, walk as a, as a Christian, as a believer. Mm, mm, I mean, mm. All of those things have happened. People um, caught in um in in sin in situations that they don't know how to get out of you know i've had people saying there's this um this woman who is uh, trying to attach herself to me and um you know i feel uh you know like because i'm the one that drew her to christ that i'm kind of you know beholden to him and but that you can clearly see that this person is a decoy and a setup to take that person straight right 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 you know, but um being uh allowed by god to speak directly into people's lives and i'm not really a person of um beating around the bush no you're not no you're not <laughs> you you are not and 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 I'm glad you said it because when I first came there, uh, I was touring with Dre Murray and uh, Young Chosen. Yes, Young Chosen. Young Chosen, who who is now a, a pastor in Africa. Yes, no, Botswana. He's back to, yeah, he's moved back to I think what maybe Australia. Australia. Yes. Okay, he went back to Australia, and uh, the first time I was there, we were in the back, and you came. And <laughs> you gave the speech and I was just like, oh, this is, this is going to be good. You said, uh, we're serious about holiness. If there is something outside the Bible that you believe, you will not say it on in this sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And I was like, see? Listen, if something should come to you as an angel of light preaching to you a new gospel. An, another gospel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Take it to your pastor first right. before you put it here. And the other thing was um, that God really placed on my heart, Princeton. God is not impressed with your gifts or your talents. Mm -mm. He gave them to you. What he what impresses him, what moves him is your character. That's right. Must be holy. So I just felt that because of by that time, by the time you came, I think that was like 2010 or so. It we had been I'd been seven years into this thing and I Yeah, seen so you you've seen everything. <laughs> when I tell you, Brinson, people are crazy. <laughs> People are crazy. Mo no, when Mo I say that, Moses if, would attest to that. If you don't believe that God is real, you need to go sit down somewhere or shift genres. <laughs> 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 because if you don't believe that God is a killer, mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. people are crazy. They mm -hmm. really believe that they can live their lives any. And I don't. I hope I'm not jumping because I know you have plans for this conversation, but. I'm, look, say, speak your truth. Speak the truth, not your truth. Speak the truth. Thank you for clarifying that, because I hate that phrase, my truth. How about the truth? Yeah, okay. it's only There's one truth. truth. Yes, that one. Yeah, line up with that. We'll be okay. Yep. Now, 
Uh, listen, when I tell you that um, the way that I re that really shook me up it was probably the first year. Mm. Uh, well, that they started coming regularly. That there was a uh, group that was on stage, and this group was known for they were like. <laughs> Pharisees. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're like, cut you up. You know, the word, the word, the word, the word, the word, you know, mm -hmm. slash, 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 the word, the word, the word, slash, 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 cut, jab, bleed, you know. Mm -hmm. So their pastor would always be there with them. Now, if a pastor is with people, you think that, that they're vouching for them, correct? Right, right, right. That's normally how it goes. I'm just saying. That's what I thought. Right. <laughs> but I was young. <laughs> That's what I, was, I didn't know. But uh, one of the uh, the people that was on stage had a, uh, a wife and you could see she was very pregnant, like eight or nine, like she was about to deliver any moment. And so I was getting to know them and I said, I said, I was talking to her very, you know, exchanging pleasantries. I said, so, um, this is going to be your first child? She said, yes. And I said, that is so exciting. How long have you and um, your husband, how long have you been married? And she looked me straight in the eyes and she said, oh, we're not married. Oh, wow. I wish you could see my face. I hope oh, wow. You oh, wow. know, the cartoon with the wolf when his eyes comes out of his head and the tongue comes out and the smoke oh, yeah. comes out. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I always felt like my hands was flying in the air and running around in circles. No. <laughs> How could this be? Wow. I could not wrap my brain around that. I really could not. Mm. And that is how we that's what began the uh, pastoral character release for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you said Club Judah closed on 2015. Yes. But there is now something that I have been a part of that I've been a guest on called Club Judah Returns. Yes. And this was birthed out of when we were in lockdown in the pandemic, right? Correct. We're still in the pandemic, but the first lockdown. Yes. So tell me how that happened. What what happened that was, this needs to come back. And now you have a, a whole new focus shift, production style, uh, host. Talk to me about everything that has happened, how it came in, in the plan for Club Judah Returns. Well, first off, we um, we sold the building on um, 85th and Western um, because we had major water damage. And when I, roof, the, and when I say it rained in the building, I mean, it was like we had um, got, we had contracted people to fix our roof. And they had, they, we gave them money that we had raised, you know, down payment all the money we had right then for that they took even that last layer of protection off of the roof if you're following me mm -hmm. and then they left wow 
So, of course, if you can think back to 2014 or so, but you weren't out here anyway, so, but that was like one of the rainiest seasons and it rained inside our building. Wow. I mean, off, as often as it rained, it rained, I mean, flooded and we ended up trying to save it. We pulled up, uh, ended up pulling up carpet so that, you know, everything, so mildew, just everything to move the chairs, ended up taking uh, carpet off the um, off the stage. Um, and I remember we have production lights in there, you know, theater lights, you mm -hmm. know, hanging there because my background is in theater, educational background. That's right. So That's right. It's it set like a stage and I wrote plays. We produced, I mean, um, it was terrible. And we held on as long as we could and until we just had to sell. And uh, that was, um, I think the building probably sold in 2016. And that's the only reason we left that building. And I, I know that um, all things work together for good. And because I was able to write, direct, and produce in that building, that's the only way, do you hear me, Britton? That's the only way God could get me out that building. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So anyway, um, from the years that we've been believing that we would um, go uh, in the Inland Empire and relocate, but when waiting on that, and then in the midst of that, um, we have also the uh, pandemic. So um, watching people, it really made you spend a lot more time online than you used to, correct? Right, right, right. Because we couldn't go anywhere, do anything, and I'm watching people who I've known since they were in their teens and sold out for God. Mm -hmm. Embarrassing their father. Mm. I just want that to simmer for a moment. Right, right, right. Because I know some of you have mothers or fathers in their home and they tell you, now you go out in the street, don't you embarrass us. <laughs> Remember who you are mm -hmm. when you out there. And I saw them acting like um, they didn't know their father. Mm. I mean, you know what your father will put up with and what he won't. You know. You That's know right. what your mother will put up with what you know. And you're out there acting like you don't have parents. Mm. I mean, you um, just the whole way that you're presenting yourself, um, conducting yourself, uh, you're, they had like their compromise in the middle of um, saying that uh, they want to be popular, they want to be um, be a star as a uh, regular rapper, mm -hmm. but they're in between that because they're also known as this. So then they're what they're doing, I guess, is positive. Right, right. It's it's not it's not kingdom. They just want to have a, a good message so they can. Uh go into the other arena and they think they can thrive so you, so you, know, you, will, you will positively go to hell <laughs> that's I a shirt that's a shirt that's that a shirt you know i'm saying miss me with all that miss me with the positivity where's the holiness yes what's wow that's a mouthful so you saw this i saw that and the lord and it's just start stirring in your spirit it started stirring in my spirit and you you know people will say 
And absolutely, um, if the Lord tells you something, really, who the heck cares what people say? Right. Right. Please, that's my um, disclaimer there. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but uh, you don't really realize that God has has given you, God has made these people your business. You understand? And actually, he says, am I my brother's keeper? What's the answer? Yes. We so, we, so we're saying, yes, we are each other's business, right? Mm. So, but these people were on, had, were placed on my heart and I just dropped in my spirit, Club Judah returns. Mm-hmm. And what, what has been the response? What, what have you seen? Have you seen some of the people who were, who were coming there return have you seen some of the people say hey i want to be a part of this what what has been the response so far well let me let me say this and um and maybe i i skipped over this is when at first he gave me club judah returns i thought at first meant brinson that club judah was coming back mm. but, but we were going to be on this um this uh stream yard platform right you know like a talk show format and uh talk to um to people and have different segments. And the week before um, we were going on with our first one, the Holy Spirit revealed to me, no, Club Judah returns is not just coming back. Club Judah is doing a thing, is giving back. And he told me clearly, Club Judah is to return Christian hip hop to holiness. Club Judah returns Christian hip hop to God's plan and purpose club judah returns those that are his back to him club mm. judah returns mm, mm, mm. so it's 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 beyond a show it's beyond an event it's it's um pointing the the lost sheep back yes and i got you there is so much um that's so much um packed into that mm -hmm. there's so much purpose packed into that and i, I want to try to um explain it to you go ahead yeah yeah that um the gifts and um anointings that everyone has you have to understand a container never fills itself i'm gonna mm -hmm. say that again. again container never fills itself right we have been filled each one with what god has determined he will use us for mm -hmm. he did not us and when he decided that it's because we fit into his plan and purpose for the world he has for listen he has a plan and purpose for his world and each one of us exists because we are plan and purpose we fit into that so he manifests us now mm. is that clear Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. There's all of these people that he poured ministry in through their pens. Mm -hmm. Through their gift. Their mm -hmm. gift. They write. Mm -hmm. Now, understand this. They did not do that. That's why they call it a gift, which means it's given, correct? That's right. So they've been gifted with this for his plan and his purpose. And what they have determined to do is to use it for their own gain. Mm. But the plan.
plan and purpose is to bring those that that God has determined are his back to him. It's a, it's a means of those words that you pin. You know what you write. You use it as uh, to uh, to attack the enemy. Correct. That's right. That's right. Game on. It's, That's it's right. Shots Let's fired. go. Hey. Shots fired. Shots yep. fired. Now, listen. He used that to as a also sometimes what you write is to pull those that are his back to him to encourage those who have fallen in battle. You know, you you write as God gives you unction. That's right. Yes. He he works through you. Yes. Yes. To fill his purpose. And there are those who have forgotten that God has brought them into existence and filled them. Not for their own use, but for his good pleasure, which is just to say for his purpose. For his purpose. That's right. That's right. And here's to, the, to advance the kingdom. To advance. And this is what they forget. Like you said, shots fired. Mm-hmm. Game on. And, but, and, but let me... Um, let me correct one word that you said because it's you know people some people always say you know in this christian hip-hop game you know listen you got to play the game right let me tell you something this is not a game it's not a game this ain't a game it's not a game this listen souls will go to hell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not, that god's not playing god god don't play he he, he look all those uh Nintendo, whatever, whatever kind <laughs> of games, the Sega, the whatever you sit play, he's not there. He's not doing that with us. This no, is he's not a he's game. he's serious about his his children. He is, and it's all because he loves us. But let me make sure that people understand this. Have you not yet learned? That you are not your own. Yep, you, you've been bought with a price. price. The thing I like about that is have you not yet learned means you can look. Do we have to keep teaching you? Oh yeah. Haven't you gotten it yet? Listen, a call to holiness, the call back to your purpose is because we are supposed to be doing a work. We're supposed. We've been told to occupy. This is warfare. We've been mm-hmm. placed. Occupy to, until he occupy comes. Occupy till he yeah. till he says occupy till he turn. Occupy is really what colonize. We know about that, right? Like oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Listen, colonize. Make them like us. We're supposed to take the what's done in kingdom. Make them like us. Woo. Not the reverse. Make them like us. Yep. Supposed to make them like us. He has a plan and purpose that he uses for us to bring those that are his back to him. But we, those people now, and this is what I say, most of the people, I believe most of the people who've been given that pen are are straight ministers. That, that there it's, you, you're a preacher Mm -hmm, with a, mm -hmm. with a a microphone. You got a beat. You preaching that. That's what it is. You're changing lives. You should be. Right right with it so god has that for you to do but the thing that you need to to most understand is that we are supposed to be frontline mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we are the ones that have been sent to save the lost 
Now, here's the thing. What good is the salt if the salt has lost its savor? It's no good. It's no good. It's salt. No, it's no good. Salt, salt does what, Prince? It it bl- brings the flavor. Yeah, it preserves. Yes, mm-hmm. it yeah, it mm-hmm. it saves. We you understand? Now, what happens if the ones who God has sent to be on the front line? What if they have gone AWOL in the spirit? Uh, it's a lot of Ab- that going around. Absent with yeah, yeah, absent without leave. They you just you what what good have you are you now when what God has called you to do, you decided for one, you're going to uh you decide you don't want to do that no more. I mm-hmm. don't know how you do that. Mm-hmm. But you decide mm-hmm. you don't you no longer want to be in that arena, you want to go in another arena. Right. And do that. Well, here's my thing. What does that have to do with God and what Zero. he called what he called you to? The other thing is this, the job that he called you to do, if it's not being done, then who's doing it? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. other thing is this, and um, probably um, most importantly, what about God's purpose? What about his plan? What about it? What about those that you're supposed to reach? What about his purpose to bring those that are his back to him? Mm-hmm. What about mm-hmm. what about what he has said? And and this is where we get this um, thing, the scripture, uh, be holy. Be holy. He said, be holy. holy. Why? For I am holy. And and I think that has been your. I don't want to say I, I don't want to say mantra, but that has been the thing, the the flag you have waved the entire time I've known you. Of be ye holy, for I am holy. And and uh, when you were doing the the talk show for Club Judah Returns, uh, one of the young guys, his name is who was the host? Um, was it? Um- you're talking about jerk or uh, jerk yes shout out to jerk jerk i could tell that during club judah the bond that you have with him him being an artist is pure it's it's all love and i know that you gave him something during the brick and mortar club judah days that he probably will always cherish because a lot of artists didn't get a chance to go nationwide, but they had a chance to come to Club Judah. And I think that that is an important part of a lot of people's walk by faith, because I know for a lot of Christian hip hop artists, they always pray, Lord, help me get on the platform in the platform that you built um, helped a lot of people. They may never tell you. But I know it did, and I've I've seen gentlemen who who used to be Club Judah, and like you said, some of them went left. But I think these are some of the guys who what you're doing now. You, they're going to have to cross paths with you again, and then 
we we're praying that the Lord they're that one out of the 99 that the Lord is going after and you know that is the um the thing the whole point about um send Judah first that's the um and ever since I think August 1st of last year I have been posting daily for um Christians believers to um to pray with me those three things that God for God to return Christian hip-hop to holiness to return Christian hip-hop to God's plan and purpose to return those that are his back to him mm, and mm-hmm. here's the thing because and we were in our club club Judah but we also um those who who worship him who praise you are um of the house of Judah we are mm-hmm. praisers mm-hmm. you are worshipers mm-hmm. you extol his name and that's who he said sent into battle and if and if you know the scripture they said um in judges when they asked him who when we're going to go up against the canaanites who shall we who shall we send into battle first and the lord said judah shall go first mm-hmm. we are judah mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. what if judah is no longer equipped to do warfare now i i'm glad you said that i'm so glad you said that because i always think about when the prophet was in the cave and then the Lord told him he got people that haven't bowed down to, to bail. And I know this show has a lot of entrepreneurs, kingdompreneurs, kingdom-minded people. And I know there are people who want to do what you've done with Club Judah. What would you tell those people to do if the, if they feel that burn in their spirit? Like I want to create a platform to to for ministers of the gospel to use their gifts, and they hear this episode and they're like, "Well, well, what could she tell me to to help me go along and and to obey God in this?" What would you give them? What I would give them is is this to the understanding of the difference between um, uh, different sentence types and Mm -hmm. and stick with me on this there are um, senses that are interrogatory interrogative that means they ask a question there are those that are uh, declarative when they just make a statement there are um, sentences that are exclamatory they're just um, illustrating excitement and then there are there are sentences that are um, imperatives. Mm. And what that means for you is what you're hearing is a command. Know what the command is. Know what your commander in chief has commanded you to do, do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. everything else is, is going to take you into compromise and on your way to hell. Search your heart. Those who worship him must worship him in what? Spirit and in truth. And in truth. And truth. So you you're you basically saying just obey. But it it's it's a little deeper, Pastor. It's a little deeper. It's a little deeper. Cause because we got we have I hate to say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. We have obedient people, but we have unskilled people. We have unskilled, we have unskilled obedient people. And you developed a certain skill set over the, the course of, of Club Judah 
what skills would these people need to develop to do a club judo? Um, one of the uh, the key things, and it's going to sound um, circular, but is um, faithfulness. Right. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. Because you said no matter if it was um, New Year's, Christmas, the doors was open. So you, so you're saying the key to a lot of the success of Club Judah was faithfulness, obedience, and steadfastness. Mm-hmm. And be willing, be willing to make a stand for what is holy. Because see. When uh, and see, I I I miss this. If because everything that we do should be done from a point of warfare. Period. It's war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this is something that you hear me say before. To um, holiness is in spiritual warfare is strategy, defense, and ammunition in spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going into warfare. When you decide you want to do something for God, you need to determine why you are doing. Is it to do warfare? Okay, if it is, then mm-hmm. you need to make certain that what you build is holy. So here, here, here's something that rarely gets asked, and you are the perfect per- not perfect person for this question. Warfare, ministry, social media. Do you see a difference in warfare during the social media age? Or do you think that it's it's the same yesterday? Or or do you see a, a, a shift where you could be like, this is my experience before social media. These are my experiences with, and I think... For some saints, they should adjust here in their prayer life. They should adjust this or tweak this. What what differences have you seen social media with ministry and, and warfare? Because because and, and here's why I ask that. Because if somebody is like, you know, I want to do this platform for God, and I know I need to have this element of social media. I know I need to have this this element of reaching people this way but they didn't consider certain spiritual aspects of social media. What would you, what tweaks, if you've seen any, if there's no, if there's none, there's none, but have you seen any differences with, with it all, with the injection of social media? Well, let, let me, let me take a, a moment to give, um, to give honor where honor is due. Okay. And, and I know you're not expecting this, but Brinson. Yes, ma'am. You've been a God chaser from day one. <laughs> chasing. Just chasing. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. chasing him. And here's the thing. You had determined that you would surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You but but they always that wasn't always the case. They that's, they always didn't stay that way. They a lot right. of people. Yeah yeah yeah. That's right. But that listen. But you determined this is what you you made it to, made a stand. And listen, um, obedience is learned through suffering. We would that it would be another way, but you you find out mm. that that what God means is true. And here's the thing that I'm saying because I I watch people 
And here's the thing. Either you're about God or you're not. Either. Whoop, whoop, um, whoop, whoop. That, yeah. If I had an air horn, I would have set it off right there. And, and, and let me um, explain that. The thing that I that troubles me, disturbs me about um, social media, mm-hmm. social media is an addiction. Mm, mm, and it, mm, and it's, mm. a, it's, it's an addiction to um, uh, self-aggrandizement, if that means to self, to to draw attention to yourself. It's it's a a um, it's 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 an addiction to uh, lifting up your name, your own mm. name, and um, becoming making yourself a star. Now mm. the difference is about everything that um, that you that you do has to do with with God. You're going to talk about God, right? It's going to extol God. And you're going to um, do things that have to do about God. Or it's going to be something that is uh, not real. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's going to be something that's, con- well, with you, or it's going to be something that's com- completely um, PG, you know, like right, I was right, watching the right. comic book thing, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this is something that I wanted to, um, to pull out. Explain to me, because you're in there deep on the comic book. Yes, Tell ma'am. me about the different labels because you said there's some that have like two colors on the labels. Remember that one? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What does that mean again? The they're just some of them are just regular comics that was that was graded. Other ones that when the the label changed colors, that mean they have uh, signatures from either the creator of the comic book or the the artist who made that particular comic book cover. That right there just grabbed me. I wanted to shout and throw things, throw tissue. <laughs> I wanted to, right? I wanted to throw, knock my computer off of its stand. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, mm-hmm. I wanted to jump in there and just roll. I see where you're going with it. I see where you're going with it. It, it, right it, it, it preaches. It preaches. Yes, it does. That's what you need if you want to do something for God. You need to realize that you, the, the creator has signed you. Mm. Do you hear what mm. I'm telling you? Mm. The artist, you did, listen, you didn't do this. Listen, you've been signed. You need, to, you need to always prove, be that thing that is covered in that you know those cases that you have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you need to be encased in holiness you need to have it they said now that person right there look there you, you can tell the creator the that's, sign, that right that's 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 a bar right oh there gosh, that's a bar <laughs> right, right there right. Lee, how, how can people contact you how can they get you how how can ministries bring you out how can people get you on their shows how can people email you directly? Give I, I want give these people all social media, all everything that they can get in contact with you. Listen, the best way to reach me is Club Judah Returns. And that's returns is with a Z. Club mm-hmm. Judah Returns at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take this opportunity because I believe it was given that um to state that the things that I have said. This is a movement. And yeah. listen, I hope you see prophecy. And I didn't see it until till, um, you said it this morning because I had been praying, 
and God dropped it in that this is needs we need to take back those that are his back to him to return them to holiness. And what he was kept showing me was a international summit. Mm. Yes. Mm. And I have been saying, Lord, strengthen my hand. Mm. Cause you know, Nehemiah said when he's found out that the, the walls were down and destroyed, he wept, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but he asked mm -hmm. the King, you know, uh, the king saw his heart and the king said, what's wrong? And he said that the walls are down and the king said, well, go. And mm. that he would give them what he needed. I said, the war, I could see that the work was great, Prince. It's great. Mm. But I prayed, Lord, strengthen my hand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to see today what you said, the reach of this. And what I am doing is um, recruiting. And I hope people will contact you because I this is something I've spoken to you probably going on almost a year about being um, a part of the um, recruitment for those who would pray and those who would become a part of this movement mm -hmm. so um, we can all come together and pray for this to take action to reestablish what is holy because Brinson it's like back in those days of um, Nehemiah said that he said, you know what? The people are so intermingled. They no, no longer even read the language of the mm. Israelites. They couldn't mm -hmm. even read it anymore. Mm. They didn't speak it. They, it they, it's, it's, oh my gosh. I got to say this before we, before we depart. It's so true. I've been, I've been studying Japanese. And if, if I go a, a certain number of days without study saying uh going over it begins to fade yes yes and it it's will. the same thing with faith it's the same thing with trying to live this life for the lord it's the we have to guard our devotion to the lord and i think with what Club Judah is, is saying is not only return, but the way that the world look is looking, we have to guard our devotion and be more devoted to God so people can see who who's his and want what we got. Yes. And the the one of the last things that I want to say is that um it's, it's heartbreaking to me that um, as a believer in this uh, and who God has given this genre pretty much um, as a, to be a platform for holiness in is how few people will support a call to holiness. Oh, that's not, that's not surprising. It's not, it's not surprising. It's not surprising. It's not. They, what they do is they'll just ignore the post. Mm -hmm. But if you post something's just ridiculous, mm -hmm. I'm shocked. I'm saying, so you guys are seeing these posts. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. the thing is, and I want to say this, and I know you're um, you're trying to edit. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I know, I know. But uh, this is what I, I want to say. It has become, if you remember in the Bible, when they brought um, this, uh, the woman and before Jesus and threw her on the ground and said, listen, we found this woman in a, adultery 
and nobody thought that it was crazy that she was by herself. <laughs> you know? Right. Where's Where's the part? You. It, it takes two to, two to be. It takes two. It takes two. Because otherwise, she not can't guilty. be caught by herself. Right. Right. So otherwise, not guilty. But here's the thing: um, society has made it that, especially in um, the uh, believers, Christian domain, and it's a thing of semantics about what people call themselves, but I'm talking, you know, I'm talking about believers, people who say that they are, that have accepted Christ as their savior. That's what I'm talking about. But in well, that it's become a thing to cover the sin of, um, of men and uncover the sin of women. And that is um, societal. And then if you try to um, make people accountable to their sin, then you're called judgmental mm. and that you are not um, compassionate. But most of the biggest um, uh, trend is to just sweep it under and go past it instead of making people um, be uh, accountable. Right, right. Yeah. It, it take it takes strength to be under that accountability. A lot of people just don't have the the will to to be in his will. It's so because it's so easy. It's so easy to do wrong. It's so easy to be in sin. It's a uh, broad is the gate. It's because it's simple. Broad yes. is it's simple. It's easy. It's the it's it's not a uphill road. It is actually downhill. And going downhill, historically, we know that it's so simple, it's so easy, it's faster, it's, it, it, it might feel better, but it's not the way. Here's a, here's a key. If you on the road with a whole bunch of people, you're probably on your way to hell. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you cool with everybody and everybody's doing the exact same thing as you're doing, you're probably on your way to hell because narrow, right? Mm-hmm. Narrow is the road. And he told you, know, listen, here's the thing. God said, the word says, few that be upon it. Few is few. <laughs> few is mm-hmm. few. Few is few. And I, listen, I'm going to, because I, I, once again, and I told you, people know that you talk a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, they know I talk. They know the it. thing but that I if, said. If they the if they listen to this podcast all the way up to 199 shows, they know. Listen, they know it by now. I'm gonna say this, Brenton. Like I posted yesterday, and uh, you were the only one that really got it mm-hmm. off the bat about. And I believe that um, uh, all men are either a Joseph or a Samson. Mm-hmm. Those are <laughs> the things. Yeah. And here's the thing. Both of them had um, hard lives. Uh, Samson, not as much. Really, everything was laid out for him. He just made the wrong choice. Right. Consistently. Mm-hmm. But consistently. He had. He was gifted, anointed with power. He had these abilities that God gave him, and he knew exactly what the law was. And yet he determined, I will not choose a woman of our um, tribe. I will, I must deal with this person who is a heathen. I will do go outside of the word of, uh, of God. And what it led him to was, um, destruction mm-hmm. again and again and mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. destruction. Mm-hmm. Now, Joseph had a hard life. He was a dreamer and aren't, aren't we all dreamers? Yep. But you have to grow into the dream, correct? The dream doesn't change, but you have to grow. You have to grow. My God, let me write that down. 
keep going. I'm sorry. That just, that was. You have yeah. to grow into it. And listen, often if you're anointed and give that those who you, who are closest to you are the ones who will betray you. Mm. Yeah, yes, that will happen, but you've been called to a great thing mm -hmm. and you end up being um, tested. But in the test, what the test does, it proves you, but not to God. God already knows what you're going to do. It shows you who God has made you. Mm -hmm. And when he was tempted by Potiphar's uh, wife, he, they, listen, he was running so fast, he turned his clothes. <laughs> now that was a run. That's a run. Let, listen, you flee. Say, don't be trying to stand up against it. Flee. Just mm -hmm. go the opposite direction. And That's listen, right. sometimes because you make the right choice, it'll put you in bondage. Sure. It'll seem like it. Yes. It won't be easy. The results won't be what you thought it would be. But if you're right with God, stand firm. Because see, he knew he was in right standing with God. He knew what he was doing. And in the fullness of time, he was brought out. And his gifts were made room for him. His, he was able to use what God gave him to get him out of there. And listen, because he stood and did the proper trajectory, he ended up being on second in command. But listen to this. Because he did that, he was able to be a provider to his yep. whole he's, he's family. The whole nation. The whole the nation. nation. Do you see what I mean? He, God will allow you to do this. And I say, listen, either you're Josephite or you've been Samsonized. Mm. Make a decision. So I would say that um, I've watched you, Brinson, and I've seen you stand. And I just want to say, I'm proud of you. Um, well done. And listen, I'm not surprised at anything that happens for you because if you stand for God, he'll stand for you. My God. What? He He's definitely doing it. He's definitely doing it. Listen, if you are listening to this podcast, you make sure you email club judah returns with the z at the end at gmail tell uh pastor corlette that you heard her on this show if you are in ministry and you've heard her words if you need a speaker to come speak to your congregation you contact her if you are in hip-hop and you need somebody to to confide in and and maybe uh pray with you you contact her she is as well as I've known her has been an available vessel and has allowed the Lord to use her in, in mighty ways. So you make sure you connect with her. See, see the vision. You've heard some of the vision of Club Judah returns. And if you want to get on board, you make sure you connect with her. She has a vision for International Summit and all you people in all the uh, these other countries. You make sure you give her a shout. And listen, this your man Brinson. You got chasing the now.